Hi there, lovelies, and welcome to episode 41. Today is all about anxiety in the holidays because we all know <laughs> what time of year it is, right? There's no denying it. Holiday season has officially landed with a glitter bomb everywhere. And I love, I love, love, love seeing town all lit up. I'm actually back home in Manchester and really happy to be here this time of year because it happens to be home to the original and largest Christmas market in the country. So I'm going to be checking them out this week. So if you want to get a sneak peek into some of the best Christmas markets in England, I will be sharing videos and photos on my Instagram. If you are not already following me there, it's at Vicky Louise underscore, 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 and that's V-I-K-K-I. Speaking of Instagram, I found an amazingly talented artist there called Laura Jones, and you can find her work at Laura Jane Illustrations. And what I love about her work is not only is it beautiful, it's also full of so much positivity and useful mental health tips. So give her a follow. And I actually saw a post of hers last week that said, all I want for Christmas is an anxiety-free holiday. And there beneath it, she shared her imperfect holiday story in partnership with Imperfect Bosses. So I messaged her and we spoke about anxiety and the holidays. And that conversation and her post inspired this very episode. So thank you, Laura, for your inspiration. I know this episode is definitely going to help a lot of people. So based on my conversation with Laura, I did some additional research and had different conversations with more people, with clients or with people over Instagram. I created this episode for you based on all of my research. So first things first, for so many of you listening, you have spent way too long judging yourself for experiencing anxiety around this time of year. I get it. There are millions of songs and movies about the holiday season, the most wonderful time of the year, a time of joy and happiness. It's literally everywhere. And now to add to that, all the social media posts, we are literally inundated with perfect images of happiness everywhere we look. So if you are not experiencing constant joy, it's very easy to judge yourself for it. But you would be wrong. I always, always like to remind you that those social media posts are a millisecond of someone's day. That's not ever life to feel joyous all the time. Even this time of year, it's not the human experience, right? And expectations play a huge role here. If you are expecting to feel amazing and then you find that you don't feel amazing all the time, it's really easy to think there is something wrong with you now for not feeling amazing. And the truth is there was just something wrong with your expectations because life is not a movie or a song or an Instagram post. You've probably figured that out by now and yet as this time of year rolls in, it's just so easy to forget. So I'm here to remind you 
that being human means feeling all the things, including anxiety, so you can begin by stop, stop, stopping. You can begin with stop, stopping, and stop judging yourself and your anxiety. That's the point, okay? And that layer of judgment is not useful. And let me remind you what I've shared with you on previous episode episodes, that judgment is just feeding your anxiety. It's just going to make it bigger. Now, in my research and my conversations, I've come across a lot of different types of holiday anxiety, and I will be covering some of them today. If I do not cover something that is relevant to you, that's okay. You can schedule your very own coaching consult call with me this week before the holidays. I have opened up extra time to help you. So if you are listening to this episode in December 2019, then you can have the opportunity to talk with me. I'll give more information about that at the end. But for now, let's go into our holiday anxiety beginning with family. So are you worrying about what your family will think of your life, your relationship or lack thereof, your career, your weight, your new hairstyle, even though they are your family, even though you may have known them for your whole life, literally, their thoughts about your life and life choices are 100% about them and 0% about you. If your grandma tells you that you can only be happy in a relationship, then that is what she was taught. That's based on her fears. If your uncle tells you that you are ridiculous for leaving your stable career to work for yourself, then that is based on his experience and his doubts. If your sister tells you that you shouldn't be eating certain things or criticizes how you look, then that is how she judges herself all the time. It really is a reflection on her, not you. We are not responsible for what other people say, how they feel, or what they do. They are always responsible for that. Now, this means that there is nothing you can do that will stop them behaving how they want to behave, which is great news because it means that you are saving a lot of energy for yourself, right? Allowing people to think and say whatever they want and accepting them with it is going to free up so much of your energy and release so much tension, right? They are just words. I really recommend when it comes to family and long-standing relationships to remind yourself that people say words and words themselves are harmless. What's that? That saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never harm me or hurt me. And it's true, words are neutral. They get to say whatever they want. So many of you are giving your energy to resisting other people's words or desperately trying to change their words, and this will never work. So it's time to try something new. Just allowing their words, understanding words are neutral, And if anything, using their words to learn more about them, their words have nothing to do with you. And I will repeat this one last time. Other people's words have nothing to do with you. 
Next up, some of you have large families or you're juggling more than one family and you are stuck in the people-pleasing trap that you can never win. You cannot please everyone. You cannot do everything. You cannot be in two places at once. I know, I know that you really want to be. I know you think that there's a way to keep everyone happy. And if there is, I'll tell you what it doesn't involve. It doesn't involve you worrying. That definitely doesn't make other people happy. When it comes to how you will spend your time and who you will spend your time with over the holidays, it's just a series of decisions. You make a decision on how you will spend your time and then you choose what you will think about those decisions. So you can decide on purpose that you have the perfect balance. I know some of you listening think that sounds too simple and you are right, it's very simple. (laughs) Stop overcomplicating things. You are not making things better by bringing guilt along to the party. Here is what's happening. You are in one place, worried about the other people that you are not with, therefore not making the most of the time you have right there with the people you are with. Then you're in the next place. Once again, worrying about the people you are not with. Can you see how the guilt has made everything worse? It pulls you out of being present with the people you are with when you are with them. It takes away from the special moments and the opportunity for you and your family or friends to just enjoy the time you have and it's fucking useless. (laughs) So when you recognize it coming on, just remind yourself that you made a decision on purpose and that you are happy with it. You made the decision and you get to enjoy it. By enjoying it and being present, you're bringing a different energy and experience to both of those scenarios. So trust me on this, I've spent years living on different continents to my family and spending holidays apart. So I get it, but guilt is never useful. So yes, on that note, the people-pleasing trap also applies to those of you that, like me, are not always able to travel back to be with family. So just enjoy your present, enjoy where you are. Now I want to talk to those of you that are not with your families or friends and maybe spending the holidays alone. So if you're worried about feeling lonely over the holidays, let me tell you that your anxiety is coming from believing that everyone else is loved and happy and living their cookie cutter lives while you are not. Feeling lonely does not come from being alone. You know this because there have been times in your own life where you've been alone and you've not felt lonely. You've actually wanted to be alone. You can feel lonely as well in a group scenario, like in a room full of people because loneliness is not about who you are with or how many people you're with or any of that. It's really about what you're thinking. So let me explain that. If you are alone and you are thinking thoughts like, nobody loves me, there's something wrong with me, I should be with people, I don't like this, then of course you are going to experience negative emotions. But those thoughts are optional. If, for example, you are alone and you are thinking thoughts like, I love having space, I appreciate time by myself, this is my my time to do X, Y, and Z, I'm great company for myself, I really appreciate this time then your whole experience will be different. Feeling lonely is optional. 
being alone in your apartment is neutral. You get to decide on purpose what you want to think about it and what you want to make it mean. I promise you, being around people does not stop the feeling of being lonely. And there will be people listening to this very podcast right now that feel lonely even when they are with people around this time of year. Speaking of people and loneliness, you've probably noticed how busy everywhere is. So I was actually in London on Saturday for a girl's Christmas afternoon tea and we'd booked the Hamyard Hotel in Soho, which was gorgeous. Highly recommend if you are in London, amazing afternoon tea. But I don't know if I recommend going this time of year. It's right in the center of town. So when we left, I think I have never in my life been so surrounded by so many people. And you're probably experiencing this in your own way, whether it's at airports, at the shops, on the roads, walking through the streets, like all the people have suddenly come out to play. And for many of you listening, you have anxiety when you think about the crowds of people being trapped, getting lost. It makes total sense to your brain. It's noticing that you're, like your brain is literally noticing that you can't move easily. You don't always have a clear path. Everything takes longer. So if, for example, you are heading to a flight and there are delays, traffic, and you're thinking that you might miss your flights, don't be fooled. However joyous and jolly this time of year is, it's also very easy to complain about when it comes to crowds. I saw it on Saturday with my own friends and myself. But here our brain is focusing on the worst case scenario. You know that you can plan ahead, arrive early, and it's still possible that you will miss your flight. Your brain wants to spin out over it. But let's play along for a minute. Let's say the worst case scenario happens and you miss your flight. Your brain thinks you are going to die. (laughs) Literally, anxiety is a signal to our brains that we are facing imminent danger. This is how it served us throughout history. Sensing potential danger, releasing hormones so that we could run faster for longer and outrun that predator that was trying to eat us. Now our modern day anxieties are not quite so threatening. So you miss your flight, what happens next? You either book another flight or you don't get to fly home for the holidays. Now I get it, this is not an ideal scenario. I'm not selling it as the best case scenario. We are playing out the worst case scenario, but it's not life-threatening. Like you will survive, your primitive brain thinks it's life or death and it isn't. Like talking your way through this worst case scenario and what it actually looks like all the way through to the end is the best way to calm your mind. You need to teach your brain that you will be okay. So whenever you are facing a crowd or busy people or anything where your brain is freaking out and telling you that you are trapped, talk through the worst case scenario all the way to the end. The last thing I will speak about, and this is a longer episode than usual. (laughs) So the last thing I will speak about is consumption. And here I want to put spending money and eating food together. I get it. The temptation to overeat and overspend is everywhere. More than that, sometimes probably many of you are believing that it's more than just a temptation. It's a requirement for this time of year. And that is just absolutely not true. 
if you are experiencing anxiety about what you think you will need to eat or need to spend to truly enjoy the holidays, let me break break that BS right here and tell you that the food and the spending are not what create the holiday. I get it. I see the adverts. I hear the conversations. You are telling yourself it's out of your control. You are out of control. It's easy to see chaos everywhere and feel helpless and powerless to it. Everything you eat and spend is your decision, right? The reason I put these two together is because they are both about consuming. And alcohol, by the way, can also come into play here. Like when I worked in finance, I remember thinking I had to be out drinking in December, entertaining clients. And I told myself, that that was just how it was and I felt powerless to it. Nobody wants to feel powerless. The answer is not just to spend less, eat less or drink less, it's to take your power and control back. That means if you decide to eat something, eat it. If you buy something, know that you decided to buy it. Same with drinking, because here's the truth. Even when you want to blame someone else, you want to blame work, you want to blame a certain situation, someone's birthday, right? There's always going to be a reason and an excuse. They are never making you do anything. They are not threatening your life and forcing you to do anything. You are ultimately always the one deciding. You are always the one deciding what you are consuming and eliminating have to, like I have to go out for drinks, I have to eat this. So eliminating have to from your vocabulary here is what is empowering. Like I choose to versus I have to. If we are responsible for our decisions on this, then we always have the ability to respond. That's the definition of responsibility, the ability to respond. So I did a podcast all about this called The Blame Game. Go back and listen if you are blaming other people for your choices and your decisions. Because ultimately feeling powerless is optional. Eating unhealthy is optional. Overspending is optional. Yes, even this time of year. It all comes from decisions that you are making. And you make better decisions when you are feeling in control and confident than when you are putting yourself down and judging yourself or your anxiety, right? This is why I love coaching. I get to teach people how to feel in control and confident. I change the way you make decisions so that you are making choices that actually serve you. And then I teach you how to stick to your word no matter what. When your brain tells you to just have one more drink, a piece of cake and skip the gym. When your brain tells you that you can't do what you want to do, when your brain tells you to put others' needs above your own, right? Do you know how many hours or days, weeks, and actually probably years of your life you've wasted by judging yourself, your brain, and feeling powerless? Like way too many. That's why I'm offering free coaching consult calls this week. I can show you how to end this habit. I know your brain wants to play it safe and keep doing what you've always done. That's what our brain loves. But what you've always done isn't serving you anymore. It's not helping you live the life you want. You deserve better and I can show you how. So to get on a call with me, just email podcast at vickiluise.com 
or head to fckanxiety.as.me. It's a no-brainer one-on-one call with me to help you close off 2019 and live differently in 2020. Before I go, just think about your future self, the version of you that feels in control and confident. What would they tell you to do? They would tell you to email me and get on that call. And for those of you that managed to get in my diary, I will talk to you this week. For everyone else, I will speak to you next week. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickilouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickilouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.